Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding Self with Jake. I'm your host, Jake Sudnick, and today I am super excited. We're going to be talking about something, again, that's super relevant to my life right now, and I'm sure a lot of you have also dealt with this same exact thing. So today's topic and how to manage your time and do more of the things that you want is one that's really helped me find myself as a person and feel more fulfilled with my day-to-day activities and what it is I'm actually doing with my life. And it's actually brought a lot more passion to my career and personal endeavors because I've been able to feel more energized, have you know a better outlook on the things that I'm doing, and overall just feel better about things that are happening around me. So for a lot of people, we closely identify who we are as people to our work and our career. So when it comes to taking time away from our job, we can be left with a lot of feelings of guilt or stress um, by not actively working. So today, I'm going to go over some different ways to deal with that stress when you're trying to take time off from work. Now, some people might be like, this one's not for me. This isn't the show for me. I am great at taking time for myself. Other people, like myself, I know that in the past and and still sometimes I deal with a little bit of a a guilt and and definitely an anxiety about leaving, uh, whether it be on a vacation, a trip, or sometimes it's even just taking time off for the weekend uh, about, you know, not working. Now that used to be a real, real hard thing for me, like in my younger years and just starting off my real estate career. I had a lot of guilt centered around not working if I wasn't constantly going um, and constantly available for anyone who needed me the moment they needed me I would I would be very stressed it was harder for me to actually take time off than it was to be working because I felt so much stress about not doing my job no matter when it was and that comes back I think to a little bit of the the people pleaser tendency so if you don't have that tendency maybe this applies a little less now The reason this topic is super relevant to me right now is I actually happen to be leaving uh, town this weekend for a trip that I have scheduled, um, uh, that I had scheduled a little while ago. So it just so happened that as as life goes, when we have uh, something that we're doing that's out of the ordinary or leaving town, it seems like that's the busiest time you'll ever have. Uh, right when you're trying to get ready to go on a vacation or something like that. So in in normal fashion, I had a couple new real estate clients that I picked up in the past week or so that all you know are looking for properties. And this all just happened within a week of me leaving. At the same time, I'm trying to get all things in order for when I leave to help lower that you know uh, amount of work that I'd have to take a look at or focus on while I'm gone so I can fully enjoy my trip and and have that time to myself. So again, funny how that always works. And I'm sure that's not just it. We always joke about it in real estate because it seems very true that the quickest way to get busy is to leave town and then all of a sudden everyone will call you. I'm sure in a lot of other fields, people feel the same way. And I I think there's some reasons behind why we feel like that. Um, But uh, another common thing I hear from people now, outside of the idea of getting busy and having a lot to do, deadlines to meet, and all this other stuff before leaving for a trip or vacation, I have also heard a lot of people 
that will say things like they'll make time for a trip or vacation when they're a little bit slower or create a better system so that when they when they do have time they they can take off more time and and do these things and i'll check in with these people you know weeks or months later when that ar idea arises again and i might invite them along to do something or, or what have you and it's the same answer that they're still busy now but maybe in the future and and I feel bad because I, I hear this all the time and see people that will consistently put off things that they want to do for their work, which is, is good that your work is important to you and all. But there is, you know, I, I, the, the reason I bring it up is because I, I have conversations with these folks and they really want to do these things, but they never seem to be able to make the time to do it. Now what i mean and and what i'm trying to get at here is there's never really going to be a, a perfect time so checking in and making sure that you actually take time for yourself now i've even heard the same idea centered around people going out and doing things over the weekend or or whatever their off days would be and they seem to have so much of their time filled with work and other activities that they never can actually get the time to do the things they want. And that carries on for long periods of time, sometimes years. And, and I fear that in that situation, if you don't take the time, you might not ever make time for those things that you're doing. So is there ever really a right time? Now, let's talk about that. Here's a few really simple steps that I wrote down that can help you manage your time and do more of the things that you want in your life. So I have five of them for you today. Now, step number one, we just mentioned this a little uh, a moment ago, accept that there will never be a perfect time and forcing yourself to go out will help you adjust to how you best operate when taking time for yourself, okay? So accept that there's not gonna be a perfect time and make sure that you get out there and take time for yourself no matter what. So you have to start somewhere. if you feel like it's going to be stressful the first time might be the first couple times might be but it will get easier you'll get used to going away and taking time for yourself and that might start with you know leaving work on time or a weekend or a long weekend or that vacation that you've wanted to do for so long no matter what it is making yourself do it and putting it on your calendar will force you into a situation where you're going to have to follow through with it so set the date put it on the calendar and, and don't give yourself the excuse to opt out. Make it happen because you can. You really, really can. And though it may be uncomfortable, we usually grow in times of discomfort. So it's important to keep pushing yourself to do things that are going to take you out of the area that you are comfortable in. Now, point two. Once you've forced yourself to make this change, after making the change and evaluating uh, and taking your time off, evaluate how it went. Be honest with yourself and say, okay, so was this a stressful experience? Did I find myself constantly checking my phone and email the whole time I was gone to, to check in on my work? Or did I was I able to enjoy myself? Or on the other side, did I not look at anything and then I felt like a lot of things were actually neglected while I was gone because I didn't have the proper system set up to help me while I was gone. So understanding that time away Again, this could be anything. It could be as simple as that 
you know, taking a little bit more time off in evenings, um, taking weekends, taking vacations. Understand what is going right and what is going wrong. Be honest with it. And that way, once you know what is working and what isn't, you can start addressing what some of those problems you're facing are. So to move on from that point, now we've accepted that there's not going to be a perfect timing. We've taken the time to evaluate a bit of how that process went. Some other things you can do to help make this a little bit easier. Point three, discuss your expectations up front. So discuss your expectations up front. This could be with, if you're a, a self-employed person, could be with your clients or, or clients that you manage. It could be your boss or partners at work. Don't always assume what your other's expectation is of you. I, I found myself doing this a lot. So know when you are making plans for yourself and, and taking time for yourself, don't, ex don't automatically expect or, or don't automatically fill others' expectations. So have a conversation with them. Understand what it is that they actually want out of you. And that way, it's going to be easier to meet and manage those expectations. And also know that it's okay for you to have your own life. Being your life, you have control over the expectations that you set. And having time to yourself isn't something to be ashamed about. In fact, it's the opposite of that. Having time to your, to your own life is vital to your overall health and well-being. So don't neglect that. Understand that when you set expectations for people, it is reasonable and it is okay to have time for yourself. And by being very upfront with these things, it makes it easier for others to grasp what they're getting. So you're not going to have as much conflict around what you're doing when you let people know upfront what to expect. A lot of conflict comes from not knowing. So frustration that you might have from a boss or coworker or a client is sitting and waiting for an answer or wondering what is going on. Most of the time, people just want to be filled in and know the process so they can have a realistic expectation and timeline of when things will be completed. Now, the other part of expectations is that when we say we're going to do something, following through on what it is we said we will do. When you show extraordinary follow through and really do meet the timelines that you give. So make sure you're giving yourself realistic timelines. When you meet these consistently, people will understand that when you say something will get done, it will happen. And there'll be less of that fear around, you know, not getting <laughs> the things that they need in a timely matter or, or what have you. So make sure that you follow both of those points here by setting expectations and then being being very good about your follow through and meeting the time frames that you give people. Now, number four, leading up to taking that time away or doing those things that you want. So taking that personal time. One thing at a time approach is very important. So what I mean by that is having the ability to sit down and create a 
list of what you're going to actually be working on. So since you now have an out-of-the-norm activity that you're doing, uh, it's not abnormal to have additional things that you want to get done personally outside of just that activity. So say, w for example, like, like what I'm doing here this week. I know that I'm leaving for vacation this Saturday. So there's some extra things that get added to my list. I have to have a dog sitter hired for the weekend. I have to have my house cleaned because I know that I'm going to have someone staying here to watch the dog. I've got to make sure that there is supplies here for them while I'm gone. Now, also, since I'm in the self-employed world, I have to set up a couple people to help manage my clients while I'm out of town. There's another, you know, five things on this list that are items that need to be completed that are must before I leave. But by traveling and having these experiences before, I've created little systems to help me move through those processes so I know when I'm leaving, if I follow that system and do the things that I said I'm going to do in the time that I said that I'm going to do them and get those items set up that I cannot handle while I'm out of the area, it's going to lead me to being able to do the thing that I want. So to deal with this thought in a very practical way, instead of getting frantic and all nervous and, oh my God, okay, I need to do this and I need to do that and I, I need to knock out all these things before I leave and being completely stressed out the entire time before you're actually going, try doing the exact opposite. Take a breath, slow down, slow down. Make a list of the things that you actually need to accomplish. Now, you're probably going to write down, if you're like me and crazy, you're going to write down a crazy list of a bunch of things that don't even need done. So read that list two or three times and label the ones that are absolutely must before you leave so if these don't get done it actually would be a problem mark all those down so you know what you have to do anything that's extra go ahead and you can leave that on the bottom half of your list mark that with a b so we have our a items and our b items now what you're going to do with the list is take one by one start working through the items that you can accomplish now okay so for me i see that i have uh these client calls that need to be made, I have these contracts that need to be written, and I have these houses that need to be shown, uh, again, for like real estate work. So I know that these are all things that I have to do before I leave, so I go ahead, schedule those, make them, uh, get them on my calendar. And after I have that set up to the point where, okay, those are done, I can move on to the next point on my list and start working on that because I now have timelines for those things. They're set. They're in the schedule. I know that I'm working on them. So keep moving through that list until you've accomplished all the things that you have to do. It may grow as you get near your vacation. Say you make it the week before and as you're working towards it, you start having a few extra things added to it. Not abnormal. Don't stress out. You can only do one thing at a time. You're one person. So move through it. Focus on the list. Knock out the important things first and know that if you don't get to all the B's, life's going to be okay. You're still going to make it to your trip and everything's going to be fine. Maybe you didn't finish everything that you wanted to, but you'll be back and you can take care of it afterwards. So go ahead, have that list, operate through it, and it gives you a more organized approach to actually knocking out the things that you need to. Now, funny thing is I, I heard this from someone a really long time ago because I, I used to get very stressed in situations like this where I would worry. And you know what I've never written on my list? 
worry about the things that you have to get done. <laughs> it's, it's just going to be an unnecessary waste of time because you'll spend more time in your head planning and thinking and going crazy over the stuff that you need to do where you actually could have been doing something. So be efficient with your time, calm down, center yourself, and just start knocking things out, and you're going to move faster than you probably expected. I would imagine you'll get ahead of where you even thought that you would be in the amount of things that you have to do. Now, there may be some things that require certain time restraints or you might not be able to do right away, but work on the things that you can right away. That way, you have a plan and you're moving forward and you're making progress. You're not just sitting worrying, saying, well, if I don't do this, I can't do this. Do the ones that you can do. And as that list gets smaller, it will become more manageable. You can get even some of your extra things done and feel extra good about leaving. And by the time you're actually out of there, you'll have known that you've knocked out the things that you said you were going to do so you don't have that stress weighing on you while you're gone and having things that you have to think about. Sounds easy, right? Now, <laughs> that was point number four. Point number five. Separate your working and non-working times. Now, this one applies to vacation, but I think this applies even more so to, to the type of person that, that is very geared to bring work home with them. What I mean is, this is a task that's becoming harder and harder in our society where we're really fully immersed to this idea of instant gratification. So through this immediate communication where someone can reach you by text, Facebook, Instagram, you know, a million different ways someone can get a hold of you, your email, you could have notifications going off all day long about things that could potentially be work and that could add a lot of stress to your life. So it's absolutely important to establish when you are and when you are not working. If not, it can bleed into your personal time and it can create a lifestyle where you feel as you never really have any time off. This for sure has been an issue for me in the past and, and sometimes it comes back up again and I have to recenter myself and reestablish those times and, and make sure that I'm, I'm being, I, I'm, I'm controlling my time in a way because when that bleeds into your personal life so much that you find you're always on, you never take that time off, it can lead to burnout and it will eventually make you less effective at the job that you're trying to do because there's just no way that as people we're designed to be on 24-7 and always working. So anyone who says that they are, I, I have some serious questions and doubts about that. So I, I would highly, highly recommend being able to establish hours and say times that you are and are not working and have reasonable you know, time built into your schedule where you can accommodate the people that you need to and you're still accommodating yourself. So you're, you're going to have to individually decide what that schedule looks like for you based on your career, your job, what you know the personal needs are of yourself and your family and or people that you're working with. But having that separation is super important. Now, what I'd say as far as one point that kind of repeats itself here under point five is that setting expectations will help with this. That's the first part of this section. I did write a handful of sub points as, as well on this final item because I, I think this is one of the most important ones that we're going to cover is being able to separate that 
on and off mentality so you can actually feel like you are relaxing and off and not necessarily stressed about every single item that you feel like you should be working on um, when you're taking time off. So uh, point A would be some other ideas would be physically actually separating yourself from what it is that you're working on. Uh, so that might be your laptop or your cell phone. If you get a lot of text messages, try physically separating yourself from your phone. Do you take time away from it? Leave it in the other room. Um, I have had my phone on silent for a long time. So I've turned off noise notifications because that's something that can distract me while I'm trying to do something like record a podcast or it, it might even be work on some a contract for a client. If I'm constantly getting messages, there's more chance for error because I'm going back and forth and I'm not focusing on the item at hand. And ultimately, it takes the thing, it takes me longer to work on the thing that I'm working on when I'm constantly be hitting, being hit with distractions. So give yourself instead times to respond to people and during those times actually respond. That's one of the keys here. So, so some ideas, separate yourself by actually having your phone away, silencing it. Uh, do not disturb is a great thing that I use all the time. So at a certain time of night, my do not disturb kicks on. So I'm not getting a notification at all for text or phone calls. Uh, and the people that, that need to contact me, they're, you know, if there's ever something urgent, they know how. But other than that, I have it set up that I know after a certain hour, those are things that can wait until the morning because there's just nothing at that hour that's going to get done either way. So for leaving town or weekends, time off, whatever it might be, it may mentally help you to set up away messages and it can help your clients and people that you're working with as well. So having those away messages set up, whether it's an email or a text notification that someone gets, it'll give you a time frame that others can expect a response by. Now, key point here, when you give that time frame, then respond when you say you're going to. So if, if you have that away message set up saying that you'll be returning calls between this and this time, you better return your calls between that time. This is gonna give a level of accountability and show others that you actually follow through on what it is that you say and alleviate their concerns about hearing back from you. Item C, understand by you taking time for yourself, you will become more effective and have more energy to complete your normal tasks during the day. You're gonna have more energy to complete your tasks if you're taking time for yourself. It only makes sense that you have that time to actually recharge mentally and get the things done during the workday that you said you're gonna get done. You have more energy to actually work on those things because you haven't been worrying about them all evening or while you're gone or, or whatever it is, you've actually taken that time to fully recharge and you can be more effective at what it is that you do when you are addressing those items. Now, point D, for certain fields that might require fast responses or if you have gone on an extended trip or something like that, say you're gonna be traveling for a week plus and, and you do have things that will need to be handled in that time frame. This is where having a system to both respond back and someone that someone can talk to is typically very important. Or having someone field calls for you 
during that time off so you know there is a point of contact available for items that are urgent. Now, it, it's funny how when you set standards for yourself, you'd be surprised how many people will actually follow your own standards. So having that person for someone to reach out to or letting people know that you'll be gone. A lot of times when I've been able to tell clients, okay, I, I'm not gonna be in town this time, I've got someone for you to contact, they may contact that person if they need something that as is actually immediate, but you'll find a lot of times things can wait that they, they would just ask you about before because it was on their mind. There's nothing wrong with them asking, and there's nothing wrong with you not responding until you said that you were going to respond. Making sure that you've, again, set that expectation and created a system for them to receive help while they need it can be very important, especially on longer times away from your work. Another idea is if you're going to be gone for extended periods of time and you're, you know, it, it's a trip where you are okay answering people at some point in time, do you have an allotted time where it's like, okay, I'll be getting back to everybody uh, this day and this day, potentially. Now, be careful with this if you're the type of person that already gets sucked into your work very easily. Don't turn a, a family vacation into a working vacation and not spend time with the people that you're with have strict and stringent guidelines about when you could get back to somebody say Wednesday between 10 and 11 I'll be responding to you know emails and texts and everything I'm gonna get everything done I can in that hour and if it doesn't happen it goes back to the people I've set up to help me while I'm out of the area if you don't have those people yet that's something that you will eventually need to set up to take some time off it is doable there is a way to make it happen it's just a matter of how you can do it for your personal circumstance now, final point, point E, when, when you're present during your actual workday, fulfill your job at a high level. It makes time, taking time off a lot easier. So we already talked about getting back to people in a punctual manner. Now, when you're actually working and your time on, if you're working and giving everything you can in the hours that you have allotted for your time to actually work, you're gonna find that you're a lot more effective in the things that you do, and you're not gonna feel so bad about taking that time off because you've given everything you can in the time that you, you have set aside for that. So, incredibly important point, give it your all during your time that you have, and then time off is gonna feel a lot easier for you. So, funny thing, as I've been recording this, I've, I had different ideas about what I wanted to talk about this week, because I, I knew I was leaving town and I was starting to feel stressed and there's been some personal things that have come up as well between myself, my family, just hecticness. That's not a word, is it hecticness? A lot going on that I knew would have to be addressed. So in having that, I, I even got a little bit delayed on the podcast because I had normally I record on Wednesdays so I can release Thursday and it turned into Thursday morning, I was going to have to bump it back because some more pressing things had to happen before I left town. This is one of those things that's on my list of have to happen, but I, I had to prioritize what made sense for me to do now versus what things can wait a little bit. So I'm recording this. It's important to me to get this out to everyone so you still have this content. And I hope this is helpful for everybody who struggles with taking time for themselves. Uh, it's something that has been an issue for me and I lo have loved and enjoyed talking about this with you. So if you're also struggling with that, let me know if you have different coping uh, mechanisms that work for you or ideas that have helped while you're out of town. 
shoot me a message or a comment on any of the Instagram posts with this episode uh, or the Facebook posts that have this episode after you've listened. I'd love to hear what it is that it, you've done that have made you more effective in being able to take time for yourself and enjoy life outside of your job. So I'd love to hear those things. Uh, you can join the Facebook group and we can chat about it there as well. There's a lot of places to contact me. So listen to the show. Uh, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, at Finding Self with Jake. I have enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you so, so much for your time. It means the world to me that you're listening. Again, this is Jake Sudnick. Until the next one, talk to you soon.